0: all excited about the racing season getting started and uh, kicking off this week. Daytona 500 coming up this weekend, the big qualifying tonight. But one of the big things that has become a big part of racing, as in other sports all of a sudden, has been sports injuries. So we have Bill Heisel with us, uh, the co-director of the Ortho Carolina Motorsports. Bill, good morning. Good morning. Hey, good to have you with us. Give us a little bit on your background, if you would, how you got into this.
1: I uh, am a physician assistant uh, in orthopedic surgery and sports medicine. And, um, about nine years ago, I had an idea that you could take, uh, sports medicine concepts that had been applied to stick and ball sports for a long period of time. And, uh, Joe Gibbs gave me the opportunity to meet with him and to, uh, figure out how we could apply those same principles of sports medicine with a few modifications to the motorsports uh, sector.
0: Well, you know, I guess when you go back into the early days of motorsports, there was not much thought given to uh, being in shape to drive a car. I, you know, you, 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 they drank uh, a lot of uh, beer, they smoked cigarettes. Little the moonshine. The, the crews, everybody, you know, did what they did. But then all of a sudden, the competition level started stepping up, and it seemed like the guys... You take a look at Jimmy Johnson today, look how successful he is. All right, he's with a great team and everything like that, but a lot of that has to also do with his sports stamina because you very rarely see uh, Jimmy get out of the car and like fall on the ground exhausted. He obviously keeps up in good shape, and that must help in his driving performance. So when did all this start to hit into the NASCAR world?
1: As competition got stiffer and as cars became progressively more equal, um, teams and drivers were looking for any absolute edge that they could. And, uh, the, you know, gains are made on the track gains are made on pit road, but the more fit the driver is, uh, going into a race, the better his ability to resist the rigors of, uh, elevated temperature and humidity inside the car in the summertime. And so these guys realized that they had to figure out how to combat, uh, the the things that are the environment within the car um, and along with that, hydration, uh, better diet, and overall better fitness played right into that.
0: All right, so you work with Joe Gibbs, you work with Stuart Haas, you work with Hendrick Motorsports. Do these guys set aside a spot for you to work with the crew? Every shop
1: that uh, we go to and that we take care of has a uh, specific gym area that is a multi-million dollar facility um they have specific training rooms these guys are pro athletes and uh the owners treat their pit crew and their employers and employees and their drivers like pro athletes so just like an nfl team would train in the off season train in season um racing pit crews and drivers and uh Mechanics in the shop do the same.
2: Yeah, Bill. General plan here. I have a niece that's a physician assistant as well, and she um, deals, you know, pretty much with primary care issues. Now, you deal probably with more, you know, bone and structure things of that nature. Did you have to have some special, you know, training in order to, you know, to do that?
1: I was an athletic trainer uh, at the collegiate level prior to uh, going to PA school, and um, Worked uh, with Davidson College and UNC Charlotte um, as an athletic trainer. Uh, Also did uh, an internship with the uh, Indianapolis Colts as part of my training prior to going to PA school. So my background in orthopedics and sports medicine is, is pretty extensive. I worked in uh high school as a student athletic trainer and started taping ankles when i was in eighth grade so um, my my sports medicine experience and enjoyment of sports medicine is well founded
3: what are the major injuries you see with the crew because the pit crews are the ones that you know really get neglected in the news for everything they go through what's the major issue they have pit crews
1: are truly unsung heroes in many instances Uh, they don't get credit for the fact that the majority of the gains that are made on the track are actually made on pit road. Um, And so the injuries that these guys sustain are very position-specific, meaning that you see a certain constellation of injuries in tire changers that you may not see in tire carriers, for instance. Uh, The things that we've noticed particularly – Looking at the minutiae of it, uh, the rear tire changers uh, and we just published or uh, or just presented a uh, an article on this rear tire changers specifically um are developing right hip injuries uh, at a very at a very rapid rate um, and if you think about it, a rear changer is chasing the car into the pit stall. So they're coming off the wall and they're following the car as it's coming to a stop. They're hitting their knees hard and the momentum is carrying them onto their right hip. And then when they get up after five off and five on, they're posting off of their right foot to go back around the car to the left side.
3: That repetitive action is what causes injuries like that too, correct? It is definitely contributory. And you think about
1: these guys practicing, I mean, You know, you may end up doing anywhere between four and 14 stops in practice uh, during the week prior to going to the race on Saturday or Sunday.
2: Bill, in other sports, especially like the NFL, there's a tendency for teams to hide injuries. Does NASCAR kind of do that same thing? Or is one team trying to keep some sort of an injury a secret to another?
1: Not per se. I mean, you see things happen on Pit Road and the garage is a small area and You know, anything that happens in the garage is is not so much a secret, uh, particularly with regard to pit crew guys in key positions. So, you know, through websites like pit talks, for instance, uh, those injuries are pretty well, pretty, pretty well publicized within the garage.
0: Is there one position on a pit crew that is more dangerous than all the others?
1: think any one is is more dangerous than any other i would say that um the Jackman, who kind of sets the pace for the stop um is a little bit more uh potentially at risk because they're coming off the wall and going around the front of the cars it's still coming in um and if you think about it they're kind of hung out there on the right side of the car at the beginning of the stop when cars are still coming down pit road at minimum pit road speed.
3: Now that you know these type of injuries are kind of solely to a specific position, and it is repetitive, obviously, is there a way for them to protect themselves knowing that this could be down the road really bad? If they go on their knee, do they have knee pads? I mean, is there something to help them not make these injuries worse?
1: These guys are wearing pretty consistently at least one pair of knee pads, if not two. We do everything that we can to try to minimize these injuries. And a big part of what we do with Ortho Carolina Motorsports is uh, evaluating stops in practice and making recommendations to teams about uh, the potential for injury, but also educating teams as to how we may be able to do things better with regard to protecting these guys that are true assets to their. To their organizations.
2: With one of the sports' biggest superstars, Dale Earnhardt Jr., having concussion issues, and that really brought that issue to the forefront, so to speak. We're now seeing like certain protocols for drivers when they're involved with on track incidents. Are there protocols also for crew members when there's incidents on pit road?
1: As crazy as it sounds, they're not. Wow. Um, if, uh, if a pit crew member for instance were to get hit on pit road uh if you know if, if he's unable to continue the stop he's obviously going to go to the infield care center but uh if you know one of those guys gets their foot run over for instance as a car is exiting a pit stall um they they may not right. um sometimes you you know sometimes you get uh carriers that will hang a tire and uh the driver will drop the car in gear just as the just as the tire is going on on the on the hub and the tire will spin and fingers will get caught uh up underneath fender wells and and things like that for a brief period of time and you know we see that you know two or three or four times a year but you know other than those guys being afraid to take their glove off cuz they don't know what's <laughs> going to be left in the glove right. um, oh my goodness. they they tend to just be very ginger with it and ice it in the pit stall and
2: yeah, rub, uh, rub get a get little dirt on it and get back out there right
3: <laughs> kiss it up to god
2: <laughs> you, you you work for you know i think at least three different teams huh? how do you how do you maintain your neutrality there actually
1: not difficult at all i um as this program began to expand, um, I made it an absolute point to uh, stay out of areas where proprietary information uh, may be in development. And um, I you know have guys that I work with, but I try really hard not to play favorites for, for anyone.
3: And you've been there a long time. How many years are you there now? Uh, I've been involved starting with Joe Gibbs Racing for 8 or 9 years. All right. So you you've got you got to keep some confidentiality. Well, yeah, well the, and
0: speaking of that, these guys are celebrities that you're dealing with. Do you ever go in and go, "Oh my goodness, there's, you know, Jimmy Dale Johnson. Jr. or Jimmy Johnson or or you know, whoever. Tony Stewart is it or you know, or or even like the the big guys, the car owners and everything like Hendrick and everything else." Every now and again you step back and go, "Wow." I mean,
1: every once in a while when I'm, you know, getting on an airplane or getting off an airplane, I think to myself how unbelievably fortunate I am. <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: yeah.
1: You know, I'm, I'm really lucky that I do something that I love and it doesn't feel like work. Wow. Um, and it's, it's one of those deals that the drivers and the celebrities that are in this sport, um, I, I figured out real early that if you treat those guys like everybody else, and are not in a starstruck
3: attitude; um, those guys respond to you so much better. What is the rehab like after the the race is over? You know, I know in different sports they put them in hot tubs and a number of other things. What do they do after the the race is over in order to feel a little better at the end of the day?
1: Well, on every on every race weekend, there or on every race day, there are effectively three races. There's the race from the airport to the track, the race that occurs on the track, and the race that occurs from the track back to the airport. Awesome. And so uh the the season is the longest season in pro sports. We go basically with one off week for thirty eight or thirty nine weeks straight. It's incredible. You start counting other, you know, all star events and uh autozone clash, but the uh the turnaround time is very short, so guys will be grabbing a bag of ice on the on the way to the plane, and the real work of the rehabilitation starts when we get back to the shop. So Mondays particularly are really important as far as evaluating what injury may have occurred uh, over the weekend, um, making a diagnosis, formulating a treatment plan, communicating that to the team, and then... Ordering whatever tests that we need to order with regard to MRIs or CT scans or X-rays, and then instituting that treatment plan to get those guys back for the following week.
0: We talked about how you guys do a lot of treatment at the shops. Are there people from Ortho Carolina Motorsports Bill with you at the track to attend to some of these drivers and crews?
1: There are. Uh, I'm I'm very blessed uh, that I have a great team that I work with, uh, who includes. Ken Breath is our Director of Rehabilitation, and he does the majority of the physical therapy with regard to the drivers, and he is a resource to uh, our other physical therapists and three athletic trainers that work with us um, on any given day. And at the track, we have myself, uh, Ken, who is our Physical Therapist, Director of Rehabilitation, and then at least two athletic trainers uh, that are covering um, various teams in various areas.
0: There's also a new rule this year, something about traveling medical people that are going to be with the drivers. Is that something that's new this year?
1: It is brand new. uh, And um, the emergency medicine services that are uh, dealing with drivers on the track uh, are going to be, consistent this year with regard to, uh, driver extrication and God forbid, we need a situation with airway management. So, uh, but the same group of individuals who, uh, have developed, uh, specific skills with regard to, um, extrication and, uh, in-car driver management, um, are are the ones that will be at every track uh, and we'll take care of that driver on the track, and then hand them off to uh, physicians in the infield care center.
0: Yeah, when you watch it on TV, it looks like anything else. But when you actually go there, oh, and if you're lucky enough to get into the pits or to you know, just get really close to what the action that's going on, you realize that these guys are like putting their life in danger, and it's amazing what actually happens. so the injuries, plus trying to stay healthy to do this, is over and the top. And that's why you there's know?
3: only a few. <laughs> right. The
2: that's best of it. the best.
3: The best of the best. Bill, I really cannot thank you enough for coming on the air with us. We need to have you on again.
2: Yeah, it's good stuff. Absolutely.
1: It's a lot of fun. I, uh, I've i enjoyed it and uh, appreciate the opportunity. Oh, And it's Bill, you pleasure. know, it's nice
0: because we hear the birds in the background. So, uh, you know, we, we actually heard some birds here this morning. because <laughs> yeah, We got snow outside Well, still. <laughs> we still have a little snow that's melting, but it's supposed to be near 60 here today. So we're finally going to catch up with you guys with a little warmer weather. And we actually heard some birds chirping Jeez, this yeah. morning. It's so like, I said, hey, ooh, that must be spring. Springs <laughs> around the corner. We'll see what happens.
1: We've got a little bit of an early spring here in the Carolinas. And uh, we're going to see a few patients in the office. This morning, and then we're going to get on the plane this afternoon about 1 o'clock, and we, uh, we get to go racing midweek.
3: Yay! So that's, that's a lot of fun. I can't yeah, wait. We're having school. withdrawal symptoms yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> we
0: can't wait for it all to get back. Well, Bill, thanks for coming on the air thank with us. Thank you very and, uh, much. Very informative, and we appreciate your time with us this morning. Yeah,
3: we'll definitely have to do this again. Absolutely. All right. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank Anytime. you, and tell Logan Bill. I said thank you very much. I'll do it. Y'all have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.
0: All right, WTBQ, and that is Bill Heisel, the co-director of Ortho Carolina Motorsports, and a little background into the stuff you don't see when you're watching television. That was pretty cool.